0: What can you do with your love of science? We'll tell you. everyone and welcome back to another episode of We Love Science, the show where we discuss all the things that you can do with your love of science. We are your hosts. I'm Shakira.
1: And I'm Fatu. And today we're talking CRISPR. And if you hadn't heard about it yet, well, you will today. I don't know what rock you've been sleeping under though, I do have to say, but you know, we'll, we'll let it slide. We'll let it go. You'll hear about it today.
0: <laughs> Today is time to get out from under your rock, right, Fatu? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, CRISPR is the hottest genome engineering tool in science. Mm-hmm. And it's so hot that it's even reached mainstream media, right? Everyone's been talking mm-hmm. about it. We've had the CRISPR baby scandal mm-hmm. where a scientist, you know, an ethically created. Babies using this technique, so it's been um, it's been out into the world and and well well known. So it hit the global stage back in 2012 mm-hmm. when two scientists, um, not two scientists, but two groups of scientists, right, working together, right. publish right. their work showing just how simple and powerful this system was for genetic engineering. So. Those two scientists, uh, Jennifer Doudna and Emmanuel Char- Char- Charpentier. Schwatu, how do you say that, like <laughs> the proper way? Because I know I'm not it. right. Char- I would, <laughs> I would
1: say Emmanuel Charpentier.
0: Oh my goodness! Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Emmanuel Charpentier. So they both they quickly gained worldwide attention. Um, for discovery of this technique. And they won a Nobel Prize in 2020 for this work. And this was so, so significant because this was the very first time in history that two women only Mm -hmm. won the Nobel Prize in chemistry.
1: Yeah, very cool. Yeah, breaking boundaries, which is so awesome, and I love hearing about these first. So, Shakira, why is CRISPR so important? Like, is it really worth the hype, or is it just you know, <laughs> like the hot new
0: thing? And you know, it's not, it's not all, all it live, lives up to be, I guess. <laughs> Everyone wants to hear all about the hot new thing, but yes, it is definitely worth the hype. Okay. Um so what is CRISPR? CRISPR is a tool that scientists use to change DNA. And as we know, DNA is basically the instruction manual for every living thing. Right? Mm-hmm. So for humans, see for humans, our DNA is the instruction manual that determines how to build a human, and also how a human works, right? What is the proper way for all of our bodily functions to function together to make a well-working human being? And so DNA is divided into smaller segments called genes, and every gene has a specific function, Mm-hmm. So think of it as a car. For those of you who are not, not so scientifically inclined, <laughs> think of it as a car, right? With all the different parts. You got the brakes, you got the transmission, you got the steering wheel, right? Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And each part has this different function, right? But it all works together as a whole. But unlike a brand new car, which usually comes off the manufacturing line in perfect condition without any problems, you know, mm-hmm. we got to put some we got to put some stars there because sometimes they can yeah. be recalled <laughs> and some things like that, right? But for the most part, when you buy a new car, you don't expect it to have any problems. Unlike right. that, humans—we're often born with mistakes in our DNA, and those mistakes can cause the body to malfunction. So, say for example. If a gene in the eye is incorrect, then that person may be born blind. Or if a gene important for red blood cell function has a mistake, then that person might have sickle cell anemia, right? Some sort of blood um, illness, genetic disorder. And this is true for every living thing, right? That there can be mistakes in the DNA that causes diseases and even death, now the power of CRISPR and why it's such a big deal, Fatu, is that mm-hmm. scientists can use it to fix these errors in our DNA. Wow. Right? So these mistakes in DNA are called mutations and what scientists can do is program the crispr system to specifically target a mutation of choice and voila it's like it's like having the best mechanic ever right it's, <laughs> it's targeted the problem is fixed right yeah. so it's it's so amazing that you can go from a genetic disorder with you know dna that has some mistakes to completely fixed dna and this person has been cured
1: yeah, that's so amazing. And yeah. I just had um, a quick question, just to make it a little bit more more clear in my head. The mistakes in the DNA are those usually found in genes, also.
0: Right. Yeah. So in genes, um, it can also be in regulatory parts of genes, which we're not going to get into because <laughs> that's complicated. <laughs> that's a lot, right? But it, right. it's it's going to be in in yeah in genes, and that causes Got the it. gene to basically malfunction and not not function, not do its work properly, right? If you need a gene to be able to carry um, oxygen properly, right? You need hemoglobin. And if the gene is not functioning properly, then you have some problems with red blood cell and oxygen transport in your body. Got it. So these people end up suffering from some type of genetic disorder because of this mistake in their DNA. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And so CRISPR can fix that, which is so amazing and powerful.
1: It is. And I also just love this analogy that you had about um, a mechanic and, you know, like automobiles. (laughs) I think that's such a clever way to describe DNA. Um, And it just it makes so much sense, right? If if the DNA is... I mean, obviously it's it's there, but, you know, if all the genes are correct and there are no mutations, then it functions as it should. Like a car should function as it should. But if you have some issues, then you have um, mutations and you need a mechanic to fix it. And in this case, our little (laughs) biomechanic
0: is CRISPR. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Our biomechanic is CRISPR and the hands-on mechanic those are the scientists, right? Those yeah. are the people who are actually telling CRISPR what to target and what to do. So, yay, go scientists. Yeah. <laughs> so, so imagine, um, you know, just to, just to give the impact of CRISPR in the world already since okay. um, it was first discovered um, a little over 10 years ago, imagine living all your life with a particular disease, right, just because of some mutation in your DNA, because of something oh. that happened, you know, before you were born, not even before you were born, when you were formed, <laughs> the first couple cells, right, when you were formed by your mom's egg and your dad's sperm, <laughs> right, when you were first formed, there's this mutation, and now you're living with this disease your entire life that might be an incredibly painful, debilitating type of disease,
1: yeah. right,
0: So there may be treatments that are available to help to manage the symptoms, like in the case of sickle cell disease, but there's really no cure, Mm. right? And sickle cell disease, as we know, is an incredibly debilitating disease, right? It just takes it out of you. And then you find out that you can be cured by CRISPR gene therapy, right? Imagine how amazing that would feel, right? Yeah,
1: that's basically a dream come true. Um, And in fact, that dream has already come true. Is that right? For people who participated in um, the sickle cell disease gene therapy clinical trial, right? I think I I heard something about that in the news a little while ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are patients who have already been cured. This is so amazing.
0: I know. I know. It's so amazing and just so Inspiring, and I think it just gives a lot of hope to people who are out there suffering with yeah. genetic disorders and things that there are no cures for, right? Mm-hmm. So I've heard um, just both from Victoria Gray and Jimmy Olegier speak out. They have been giving interviews. Um, so those are the two of the patients who were involved in that sickle cell disease clinical trial, um, and you know they have spoken out about how this gene therapy treatment has just saved their lives and just changed their lives so much for the better. So Victoria in particular said that she went from having to have an in-home caregiver to mm-hmm. give her baths and take care of her, take care of her house, to basically being able after the, the treatment to live a normal independent life where she can take oh care of herself she can take care of her children and she even has a full-time job right so imagine the change in her life and that's that's just such a miraculous recovery to me mm-hmm. i mean can you imagine hoping for a cure in your lifetime and then having it actually happen to you <laughs> right mm-hmm. it's just so inspiring the possibilities that have opened up with crispr the, they are vast um, and so we'll put links for um, in the show notes for, you know, so people can listen to Victoria and Jimmy um, talking in some of the interviews that they've given and hear directly from these patients, hear them speak about basically being cured from a previously incurable <laughs> disease. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh, Shakira, I literally got chills like all the way up and down. My jaw is just <laughs> rolling on the floor. This is it's I think it's just so incredible. And, you know, not, um, I'm not only impressed by the power of, right. Of this, like, um, I guess like, you know, bio editing technology. Um, but also just, if you think about how long like the human history of living with sickle cell anemia has been, and you know, how it's just like, we've taken like baby steps to just gradually, gradually, gradually help improve people's lives and help them manage the disease. And now it's like, we can cure it, baby. Like that's mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. I, I, I have no words. <laughs> yeah. I literally have no words.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 You no know, longer like, have to spend so much of your time in the hospital. You yes. you can have you can have a job. Yeah. Right. You can have a job. You can take care of yourself. You can take care of your family. You can manage your life in just a normal, independent way. And that's just so powerful to be able to give those people back their lives like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I, I'm so excited. Yeah.
1: So, um, what's the update then for that therapy? You know, has it been like FDA approved? It's still in clinical trials. Like, what what is going on with it?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, there are several different sickle cell disease clinical trials that have mm-hmm. been going on. This particular one that I mentioned. Um, including Victoria and Jimmy. Um, It was done by CRISPR Therapeutics in collaboration with Vertex Pharmaceuticals. Mm. And the the gene therapy is actually called XSL. Mm -hmm. And um, back in June, the companies, June of this year, so we're in 2023, (laughs) the companies um, released, they gave an update, released a press release, um, that the FDA had accepted the application to review XSL for approval as a gene therapy treatment for sickle cell disease, as well hmm. as another disease called beta thalassemia, which is also another blood disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they're going to review it, and you know, it's if if it's approved, then this will be um, available to the public. I mean, the only. You know, thing that I would say is, oh, how much is this going to cost? Right, we don't know yet. It's definitely going to be expensive, but um, that would be amazing. And not only have they accepted the application, but to review for um, approval, but for sickle cell disease in particular, they've given it priority review status, um, as well as uh, some other designations like fast track and orphan drug and rare pediatric disease. And the FDA usually does this kind of thing, giving you know, fast tracking and priority review when the potential therapy that they're re- reviewing is to treat a serious illness oh. and will fill an unmet need for a treatment or cure um, for a disease that basically causes great harm and does not currently have viable therapies available. And so, sickle cell disease definitely fits this description. Um, and this is similar to what they did during the COVID 19 pandemic, okay. um, right? Because they fast tracked approval for vaccines because of their immense life-saving potential, right? And it definitely filled filled a dire need, right? A global Mm -hmm. pandemic, yeah, that's a Mm -hmm. dire need. So it's a similar type of thing where there aren't um, treatments available out there that are as good as this one, and we need it so badly because people are really suffering from, from this disease.
1: Okay, got it. So when do we expect to know for sure if it's approved?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So because of the priority review status, we can expect a decision for sickle cell disease by December of this year. (laughs) So that's just in a few months, right? In a few months, we could have a CRISPR therapy on the market to treat this serious disease. And I mean, just a little over 10 years ago, think about it. Um, It's been just a little over 10 years ago after that pivotal paper by Mm. Doudna and Charpentier. Tell me again. Uh Uh-huh. You got
1: it. Oh, my God. Did I get it? (laughs) (laughs) You got
0: it. (laughs) Okay. Um, Doudna and Charpentier (laughs) about (laughs) the technique, right? So that tells you how fast the field has moved just latching on to the power of this technique to save lives and ease suffering.
1: Yeah, that is so amazing. Um, only three years after they received the Nobel Prize for it, right?
0: Mm-hmm, so amazing. Mm-hmm,
1: exactly. Um, yeah, and then to literally to have that taken from, you know. Bench work or like theory biology, where it's just used in the mm-hmm. lab and you know tested in mice to mm-hmm. use in actual <laughs> human beings. That I feel like is warp speed. It's so fast. Yeah, really it incredible. is right.
0: Preclinical really incredible to incredible. clinical
1: yeah. to
0: to approval. Like that alone, like clinical trials alone, could take ten years. Oh yeah. Right? So to go from discovery <laughs> to you know a cure on the market, that's amazing. That yes. is so amazing.
1: So um when we talk about um when we talked about sickle cell disease um earlier in the intro you also mentioned beta thalassemia um mm-hmm. and that's like another type of um, blood disorder mm-hmm. are there any other clinical trials currently underway to use CRISPR technology for that treatment Oh my gosh,
0: oh my gosh. yes <laughs> yes 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 and yes there are so many and they they are multiplying right so We'll, we'll have a whole show actually dedicated to sickle cell disease, Great. and discussing exactly I mean, what is it, how does this you know gene therapy work, and just more info about the outcome of the clinical clinical trials that the company has put out there. Okay, um, and the clinical trials are still ongoing, right? Because they are following the original patients long term to look for any long term effects, of course, of this therapy. Um, And they're also expanding the trials to include more people as well as different age groups. Um, But other trials underway right now include cancers, specifically Mm -hmm. blood cancers like leukemia and lymphoma, solid tumor cancers, um, and these are tougher to target. And that's something that we'll also talk about in, in later episodes. So for example, lung, colorectal, ovarian cancers, to name a few. Genetic blindness, oh. um, and so a form of childhood blindness called Leber congenital amaurosis, um, is also in clinical trials right now. Um, type one diabetes, even infectious diseases that are chronic, mm. like HIV, chronic ur- urinary tract infections, protein folding diseases, inflammatory diseases, yeah. cardiovascular disease, muscular dystrophy—the list goes on and on. Right yeah. there is such great, great, great potential here um, to to help, right? Such great potential. And I mean, just the sheer volume of these clinical trials going on right now, and the ones that are poised to start, goes to show not only the power of this technique, but also how much simpler it is compared Mm. to the previous gene therapy techniques that um, have been discovered.
1: Wow. So CRISPR is really just a powerhouse tool. Like the mitochondria are the powerhouse of the cell. CRISPR is a powerhouse bio tool. I love it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> this is, and honestly, you know, this is, I think, I don't even. Know how much you can emphasize, like, how not even like life changing, but world changing mm. all of this is going to be, you know? Like, yeah. it really is going to have an impact. For every single human being on the planet, yeah. and I think that's just like so incredibly amazing. And one of the things that I absolutely love about biology, you know, it's just like, <laughs> wow, well, it's too small of a
0: word. <laughs> too small of a word. We, we need a better word. It's just, it's too amazing for words. Words cannot express. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and I mean, I did CRISPR back in um, in grad school. That would have mm-hmm. been maybe. I think 2014, okay, um, is when I did it. You know, so just a few years after it was first uh, published, and you know, I just did it with my, you know, in my Drosophila and my fruit flies, just changing, yeah. mutating one of the genes to study the effect of the gene, and the gene was called sex lethal. You know, and so that was like <laughs> <laughs> that was a big thing for me to do that, um, but. It's it's come such a long way even since then. They've made so many advancements, and the more and more I learn about it, um, the more I'm in awe <laughs> over how much we have achieved already, and just the potential for more. Yeah, you know, for it to go even further and further, and not just in medical treatments, right? But also, as you said, world changing. So also, it has been used in other fields and applications as well, including food, pest control, environmental issues, tackling some of those, diagnostic tests, and other things, right? So, the opportunities here really seem limitless. (laughs) They Mm. seem limitless. I think it's probably going to be, you know, human ingenuity and, you know, our imagination. How can we imagine this happening and can we make it even better than it is? And I think we can. We can do Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) We -hmm. can do it. So um, we'll have a whole CRISPR series running all throughout season three, as I said, um, and we'll expand on the sickle cell disease clinical trials, and have an entire episode about that, since that's sort of like the first one. Um, And we'll touch on some of the other clinical trials as well. But we'll also delve deeper into how exactly CRISPR works. Why is it better than the other genetic engineering techniques that have come before it? Um, and also how did it all start? You know, we we love origin stories, right? You and me. We yep. love to ask, you know, how did it all start? So we'll all we'll go into how did it all start? Um, and I really love this story for CRISPR because the first time the CRISPR-like sequence was noticed and published, it was by a scientist who was doing a completely different research, right? So this oh. is another example where it kind of like was discovered by accident, right? And of course, other scientists, you know, found it later on, but he was doing completely different type of research. And what I love is that they described it, literally, it was one paragraph at the end of the paper is where they said, oh, we also saw this sequence. So they described the sequence and they literally just say, we don't know what it is. <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> what it is. We don't know what the significance is, you know, if it has one, but we found this really interesting sequence and we're going to put it out there. And I love that they did that. You know, I think so many scientists now might be afraid to put something out there if they don't have an explanation for, you know, what it is, but they were brave enough to just, I think back then, you know, just be like, yeah, we saw this. It's interesting, but we don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I just love that story. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And so um, just so, so cool. Lots to talk about. It's going to be an amazing series.
1: (laughs) Yes, I agree. 150%. (laughs) I remember when um, we were thinking about what we're going to do next for our short series, you're like, I really want to talk about CRISPR. And initially I was like, okay, (laughs) I guess CRISPR is cool and all, but for real, for real, it's lived up to the hype. So (laughs) I am looking forward to learning more from you, Shakira, and having our audience learn more also about CRISPR, how it started, what it's doing, where it's going. It's going to be so Interesting. So, listeners, stay tuned. And until next
0: time, <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> wow, well, it's too small of a word. <laughs>